I'm so sorry about it, but I just don't really care about her. Even though her butt is like so good. I said this in the hallway to Brandon, but I am not an ass man. There's a very logical explanation for all this. mommy we are the who's your mommy pod we're a podcast about mommies and 90s media and being bisexual and we're here recording in front of my family and matilda and our boyfriends yep because why the hell not why the hell not yeah um this is who showed up and i'm perfectly happy with this yeah it was so so i was talking to abby earlier i was like this is we're like manifesting right because we're a baby podcast we're like a little baby podcast we had our first episode out in november Mm-hmm. And then we both got big girl jobs and we had to take a hiatus and then we came back and now we're here. And so it's been like a, we're a baby podcast and what an interesting way to bring our baby podcast into infancy. Yes. Um, it was tree fort and the mommy pod. Um, I'm going to introduce my co-host. This is Abby <laughs> Elsa Thagen. Abby's pronouns are she and they, and Abby is a badass writer, technical writer, um, essay editor, Music fan, tech babe, um, IT specialist, email sender, badass gal. Abby knows all there is to know about um, some specific things, like uh, that band that you like, (laughs) Soccer Mommy, (laughs) and um, how to get a good cocktail at the Owyhee. Yeah, true. That's Abby Elsa thanking everyone. Thank you. Um, I am going to now introduce my co-host, Grace Ward. Um, Grace is a badass theater person. She writes plays. She stage manages plays. She does all there is to do with theater. I don't know if there's anything you haven't done. Costume design is ah, the only thing I haven't done. That's the only thing she hasn't else. done. Yeah. Um, she writes. She is crazy talented she has a crazy busy schedule and somehow manages to balance it all and I think that is the biggest talent of all I'm just happy I got to fit this in today I yeah. do I do I'm gonna talk fast because I do have a show at 2 p.m and then I'm <laughs> stage managing because <laughs> I am the worst yesterday I had three plays yeah um three d- separate performances of things that I worked on Uh, So we're going to just hop right into it. Today we're going to do Mommy Madness. It's the final round of Mommy Madness. If you follow us on Instagram, which you're my parents, so you might. (laughs) My dad is laughing. My dad's laughing at us, everyone. My dad loves Mommy Madness. We created a bracket of the hottest babes in media, and we pitted them against each other. Because what if feminism, if it's not ranking all your favorite women? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, uh, but before we get into the Mommy Madness, this is our final four round, so this is kind of important, everyone. Mommy Madness 2021. Um, It's 2022. 2022. (laughs) Abby, what did you do this week that was gay? Um, This week I saw a lot of gay bands, and I saw a lot of gay women, and I complimented a lot of gay women, and I think that that is all there is to do at Tree Fort. Mm -hmm. I think that's the most important part of Tree Fort. That's great. Grace, what did you do this week that was gay? I had an aggressively heterosexual week this week because no. I had to go to work. <laughs> I had two. I have four jobs, and I had to go to all four of them yesterday. No. <laughs> um, but I wrote a play, and my play has a lesbian in it, and I cried during her monologue. I made myself cry with my own writing yesterday, and that is... That's not... Straight people don't do that. 
I also cried during that monologue. So it's really sad. It I is. Kept, I kept being like, "Why is this place so sad?" <laughs> you wrote it. I sent these like I think voice memos are also kind of a bisexual thing. Yeah. And I sent these voice memos to like everyone, like to my mom, and my dad, and my boyfriend, and like to four of my friends. I was like, "I love you." <laughs> Um, yeah, how about, bi- what, what big girl stuff did you do this week? Man, I've been doing this thing, like, mostly by myself, like, walking around, meeting people, like, hanging out with people I barely know by myself, and that feels very adult. I think that's my adult thing, <laughs> my I'm big really, girl I'm thing. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> like Thank Because you. it's so scary. It is do, scary. <laughs> like, a big music festival by yourself. Yeah. And I don't know if I could. Mm-hmm. I had to bring Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> um... Big girl stuff, my savings account hit $1,300 this week. Goddamn. Yeah, and for <laughs> I graduated in December with 15 cents in my bank account, so. <laughs> <laughs> this is news to your mom. <laughs> I checked, I actually checked in the driveway of college graduation, and I was like, oh, God. <laughs> Maybe Brandon will buy dinner tonight. <laughs> um, yeah, that was a rough one. So what are we doing with Mommy Madness today? So Mommy Madness, Abby and I sat down at Java on a really beautiful rainy Sunday, and we picked uh, 36, 32, 32 characters from media who we think represent just great, uh, great femmes in media. Yeah. And um, also just our favorites. Um, We didn't have like a ranking system. We just kind of picked our favorites and then we took it to Instagram and bracketed them against each other and had our followers vote. Um, We're all 73 of our Instagram followers. (laughs) I think we have 74 now. (laughs) I was like, oh, we lost one. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we had our followers vote. It was super, super uh, humbling because nobody seemed to agree with me on anything. (laughs) None of our predictions were correct. It was a lot of being like, yeah, Sansa Stark's going to get to the final four. And then it's like, oh, she is... Done. They Out really, in the first ooh, round. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't watch basketball, so so this was better than basketball. For this me. mommy madness is coming back next yeah, year, and it, it, it will shit. be better than March Madness. I don't give a shit it about was better what than March Madness this year. Yeah, this is better. This is better. <laughs> Did Duke make it to the playoffs this year? I don't even care. I don't I think do we're know. like all the way through March Madness. So I think it ends in April, which is a little bit misleading. That's dumb. <laughs> um, anyway. I don't care about basketball, but Abby, do you want to give us our... So we had final four. We had a final four, and we were just going to do the final four that our followers voted on. But then we disagreed with them. We disagreed with our followers. <laughs> so we added two of our favorites into the mix. I picked one, and Grace picked one. Because here's the thing. This podcast was rooted on Abby and I's shared love of very specific moments in media from our childhoods, and yes. we were like... I don't want to talk about these ones, but I don't really care about Elastigirl, to be honest. Yeah, you phrased it so beautifully earlier, though. Well, I mean, this podcast is about media from our childhood and media that we've related to, but it's also about media that our followers related to. And so it was really important to us to combine not only our love of characters with our followers' love of certain characters. So we didn't want to invalidate the results of the top four. But we also wanted to make sure that the characters we were talking about were people that we really connected with and that we really had a history with and that we could talk about and do justice to. Yeah, and so we said we made the rules anyway, so... (laughs) We did rig the bracket a little bit, to be quite honest with you. There were a couple times where I was like, damn, Abby really did just 
rig that bracket and then I have to log into like my other Instagram accounts and like vote on it. <laughs> Every single time I posted one, I like refreshed the page and Grace was like the first person voting. And then I refresh it and it's her other account. <laughs> I had to do both. Um, I, I only have so much pull, you yeah. know? Um, so, so who's our final six? Our final six are Johanna Mason from Catching Fire. Yes. Penelope Garcia from Criminal Minds. Elastigirl from The Incredibles. <laughs> April Ludgate from Parks and Rec. And Velma Dinkley from Parks and Rec. Duh. <laughs> and Elizabeth Swan from The Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Which, um, hint, hint, may, may or may not be our next episode. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> I certainly have not done an exceeding amount of research on the impact of female pirates on colonialism. I certainly have not watched, like, a six-episode-long pirate documentary on Netflix. Your boyfriend absolutely didn't make you a, a list of favorite pirate media to consume. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we have we have a couple rounds. We have three rounds. Round one is classic old round of fuck, Mary kill. <laughs> round two is the mom round, and round three is the mommy round, and then we will declare our victor for 2022. Yes. Abby, do you want to take us into... First round? The first round of Fuck, Mary Kill is going to take the six characters down to four characters. So Grace and I sat down and we decided the three that each of us are going to pit against each other. Um, and mine are Penelope Garcia, Elastigirl, and April Ludgate. And my Fuck, Mary Kill results would be to fuck April, um, marry Penelope, and kill Elastigirl. Tell me so, why. I don't have a connection to Elastigirl. So it was just kind of, that one eliminated itself on its own. I would marry Penelope Garcia because I just think she's a really fun person to be around and a really cool character. And I would fuck April Ludgate because I bet that bitch is crazy. Um, okay, this is my mother. Like, hi, mom. Um, content warning. Content warning, Guthrie. Oh my gosh. Um, I'm interested in that. So Penelope Garcia is like the gal in the chair for Criminal Minds. Yeah. And so like I'd marry her, but I feel like it would be a fraught marriage <laughs> because she has to work all the time. Yeah. Are you sure? I'm I'm sure about that. I like my alone time. Okay. Okay. There goes Elastigirl. <laughs> <laughs> so my three are Johanna, Velma, and Elizabeth. Johanna Mason, she enters the Catching Fire universe. She's... She's... But fucking crazy. She's, she's, well, she has insane amounts of PTSD from surviving the Hunger Games. And for those of you who don't know about the Hunger Games, they suck. Does everyone here know about the Hunger Games? Okay, all 10 of you. Yes, Grace. Yeah. Does everyone know how traumatic that would be? This girl has major PTSD. And I also don't believe that I could realistically, in a fight, kill her. I don't think I could. So if you can't kill her, you gotta marry her. So I'm marrying Johanna you Mason. You would marry Johanna Mason? Yes. All right. I would. <laughs> would it be happy or healthy? That's not what I said. <laughs> um, I'd, kill, I'd kill Velma Dinkley. Really? Mm -hmm. The mommy herself? The mommy herself. God I damn. don't know why. I would. <laughs> You know, because she's annoying. Because in the cartoons, she's so annoying. She's such a know-it-all. <laughs> and I don't, like, I don't think I could have a successful relationship with her. Okay. Because I'm, I'm the smart one. And I like being the smart one. And mm -hmm. if she were to be like, well, actually, I found a clue. I'd be like, 
get out of here. <laughs> Kick. <laughs> Immediate on sight. The sound effect that Grace makes in every single one of our episodes. Kick. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'd have to kill Velma Dinkley. I'm taking notes for myself. And then I would, I would have sex with Elizabeth Swan. Um, Wouldn't we all? I mean, she's a pirate queen. <laughs> and she's Kira Knightley. And she's, she's like... I don't think she's someone I could have a successful relationship with either. Mm-hmm. But, like, it'd be fine for a fling. Like, it'd be yeah. fine. If when her boat docks in town, I'd, I'd hit her up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, girl, you up. Um, so those are my thoughts. So that's our first round because we added two. We had to have a quick elimination round for yeah. the other two. So now our next four. We're when down I edit two. this, I'm going to put little, like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> round two. Um, <laughs> This is the mom round. The mom round. So I came up with a couple of uh, little categories to rank our mommies in. Um, and they broke down to the mom round and the mommy round. And the mom round is, would I do my chores if she was my mom? <laughs> <laughs> so let's, let's begin. Let's begin. Um. Joanna Mason. <laughs> <laughs> would you do your chores if Joanna Mason was your mom? My mom's. She just goes, I feel so seen. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> mom. Um, Joanna Mason, once again, that woman could fuck my shit up. <laughs> like, she throws axes. Yes. 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 So, so if the answer is yes, they get five points because also this is not a rigged system. What are you talking about? We did uh, we not have an rig the bracket system, <laughs> and our empirical numbers system is if we decide yes, they get five points. Yeah. So yes. Yes. Five uh, points to Joanna Mel Garcia. Would you do your chores? She was your mother. Yeah. She's nice. She's nice. April Ludgate. I'm scared of her. I'd give a hard no. Really? Yeah. I. I'm scared of her. I think I would be hiding all the time. I don't think I would I, be doing my chores. Here's the thing about April Ludgate. She's a phenomenal character in media because she's like the first of these like really like sarcastic. Yeah. Like she's like a, a, a sitcom trope that has since become really popular. But I feel like she was really like one of the first that I was like, wow, she's a sarcastic girl, but she also gets to have like impact on the story in yeah. good ways. Um, she's an icon. But I wouldn't do my chores if she asked me to. All right. No five points to April. No five points. Does she get 2.5 because you would? No. I, I, I said no. I'm, I'm going to go with negative five on that negative one. Negative five. Negative five points. So it equals out to zero. Because <laughs> <laughs> now it equals out to negative five. <laughs> Neither I'm a finance of us. director. That's my day job. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, Grace is a finance director who had to take a math class how many times? Four. I had to take math one, two, three, four times. Anyway, um, that aside, <laughs> Elizabeth Swan, would you do your chores if she were your mother? Elizabeth Swan, uh, absolutely, I would do my chores if she was my mom. I would do anything for her. <laughs> <laughs> my dad's like pink. He's like bright red. <laughs> Okay, 
this I is do. this I is do. what goes on in your studio when yeah. we're in there. <laughs> I mean, when usually when we record this, we sit in the back of my parents' house and we do this. So <laughs> here we are. Someone gave us a microphone. No one asked. Um, <laughs> um, okay, next mommy round question is: Do they give good advice? Or would they give good advice mm-hmm. as a mom? This is our chance to actually dive into feminist theory. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Elizabeth Swan, would she give good advice? You know, Elizabeth has been through a lot in her life. She's, been, she's seen some shit. She was, she was, like, not royalty. She was the governor's daughter. And then she was, like, kidnapped and went through some shit with some pirates, and now she's a pirate queen. I think she's done well for herself, but I don't know that she would give fantastic advice. I think she's kind of a fly-by-the-seat-of-her-pants kind of gal, you know? I mean, Homegirl really does just, like... She really takes the boy she has a crush on's last name and runs with it. Yeah. Like in the first, like, 15 minutes of the movie, she's like... I'm Elizabeth Turner. And then she really, I don't know. I don't, I don't think she'd give good advice. I think she really did the like right on the front of your notebook thing. Like your, like your crush's last name. Yeah. And just like took that a little too far. I also, I also think she'd give it bad advice because colonialism. Yeah, that's absolutely fair. I just don't, I don't, I don't think <laughs> she's like a member of the monarchy. Like, I feel like, I feel like if I, Grace Ward were to ask Elizabeth Swan for advice, She'd give me some bullshit. I'd be like, what am I supposed to do with this? You can't even have a bank account. Like, <laughs> yeah, uh, but April, she's got a lot of treasure. Like, you know, she's got a lot of gold. She doesn't have a bank account, but she's got them coins. You ever, like, speak <laughs> sentences and you're like, wow, I didn't think I was going to say those words today. <laughs> yes, every um, single day. April Ludgate, would she give it? So, so negative five for Elizabeth. She would not give good advice. Yes, okay. negative five on there. April Ludgate. April Ludgate, um, I think, would give you some of the most batshit insane advice you'd ever heard of, um, which I think is evident from the TV show. I'm pretty sure there are times in the show where people ask her advice, and she just tells them just the most batshit insane thing. What do you think? I can't imagine she'd give good advice. No. (laughs) I can't imagine. Like, if I were like, April, I backed into a BMW in the Flying M parking lot. What do I do? I don't think she'd tell me the right thing to do. No. I, I think, think she would be like, worse. go back to the parking lot and beat up the BMW with a baseball bat so that it's worse. That's her advice that I am imagining in this made-up scenario. What do you all think? All six of you. What do you think? <laughs> she'd give bad advice? <laughs> bad advice. Okay. Yeah. I feel like this must be what it's like to be part of the legislature. Where you're like, constituency? <laughs> How do you feel? Um, Penelope Garcia, 10 out of 10. She'd give amazing advice. She would advice. give fantastic She'd give advice. Me the best advice. She is the woman in the chair. She's the woman in the chair. Penelope Garcia manages like 15 FBI agents all the time. And those people are weirdos. They're so weird. <laughs> yeah, Penelope would give good Penelope advice. Would I'm give trying good to think advice. of an example of a situation where I'd ask Penelope Garcia for advice. I mean, she's got all of those computers and resources at her disposal. There's no way she is going to give you advice that is not at least in some way logical or based in, like, research. Also, she's canonically been through some shit. Like, she ran away from home. She's had, like, a rough time. Like, I think she's actually, like, 
She's made a life for herself, and I think she'd give good advice as a mother. Yeah. I'm going to give her 10 points. Okay. Math. You're, you're a little bit rigging the system right now. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to give her five points. Which we explicitly <laughs> stated that we did not do. We have not rigged the system. Uh, Johanna Mason. <laughs> if I were having a panic attack, I think Johanna Mason would be helpful. I agree. But... If I needed to learn how to use a tampon, I don't think she would be helpful. I agree. What do you think? You know, I had to teach myself how to use a tampon. And I, I also agree that Johanna Mason would not be the person to go to if you needed to learn how to use a tampon. I want to tell a tampon story. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I was a cheerleader, um, and I started my period kind of late in life and was like, pads, okay, this works. And then one day, a girl at cheer practice was like, sure glad I don't use pads. And I was like, hmm, I think I'm being sent a message. (laughs) Um, And so I found a tampon in my mom's purse, and I was like, okay, here we go. And I tried, and I went on a bike ride, and I was like, this feels wrong. This feels wrong. And then I was trying to imagine myself in a Tampax commercial. And I was like, is this what they feel like? Is this what those women... And I'd, I'd done it um, very wrong. I'd, I'd done it incorrectly. But I was just imagining that all those women in Tampax commercials were like feeling what I was feeling. <laughs> and it was terrible. And I did not try again for a solid like three years until in high school someone I was like, hey, do you have a pad? And someone was like, I have this tampon. And I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah. I think Johanna should get it like a one, two point five points. Like yeah, like a, let's give her two. Because points. like I think in matters of life or death, like she mm-hmm. could be helpful. Yeah, she could be helpful. I mean, I do think that like I mean the reason I had to teach myself how to use a tampon was because I was so terrified to ask my mother, and if Joanna Mason was my mom, I would also be fucking terrified to ask her for help. For help. Yeah, I mean, okay, so maybe that's another thing to ask is like part of this is the mom round, not the mommy round. Those are two different words, right? <laughs> and so in like it's important that you can ask your mom for help. Yeah. I would never ask Johanna for help. If I was like, I got dumped. I think she'd just ax him. Yeah, I agree. My mother would never do that. <laughs> would you? Mm-mm. Okay, so she gets negative five points. Negative five points. Okay. All right. So time to do some math. Right now, Abby vamp. <laughs> what I'm I'm vamping. Yeah. Um. So another tampon story. <laughs> <laughs> I when I was in junior high, I went to this like health class thingy that uh, my church put on, um, and the woman at the health class thingy was telling us about how to use tampons and pads. And she told us a horror story about how when she was our age, she had to learn how to put a tampon in herself. And she didn't know that you aren't supposed to put the plastic applicator in as well. And so the first time she used a tampon, she just put the whole thing in there. And that has haunted me ever since. I think about that on a regular basis. That's my vamping. (laughs) Okay, well, (laughs) I, I had a moment of processing where I was like, you're not supposed to put the plastic applicator in. <laughs> and I was like, 
what are you supposed to do with it? <laughs> <laughs> like I just did some processing, but I think I, I think I'm doing it right. Yeah, I think I, I think I know how to use a tampon. Um, so in the lead, we have Penelope Garcia. Um, we have not rigged the system. Uh, in second place, Penelope Garcia is not in any way the choice that Grace made. No. Uh, Johanna and Elizabeth are tied for second. And how many points do they have? Zero. <laughs> <laughs> and April is in last place with negative 10 points. Negative 10 points? The mommy round really fucked up April. Like Goddamn. Um, okay. So Time I for guess, the mommy round. I guess we're eliminating April here. Is that is what we're gone? doing? I think if she's got negative 10 points, like how is she going to recover from comeback? that? You, you, I mean, the only way she can make a comeback is if she gets like zero points and everybody else gets zero points. Oh, man. Bye, April. Bye, April. This is a really sad moment. This is a really sad moment. I think moment. she was my idea when we added her to the list. Yeah. She made it way farther than I thought she, she would. She Sansa Stark yeah. in the first round. By a we, lot. And we were like, oh, okay. Okay, okay. So here's another issue with doing this live is, like, usually I make my faces at Abby, yeah. and we talk to each other, but now I just keep looking. And <laughs> now like, we have to, like, engage with the audience. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, mommy round. Penelope, Johanna, Elizabeth. Mommy round number one. Would they step on me? Joanna Mason would step on me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Plus five points. Plus five points to Joanna. <laughs> I'm going to have to listen to this audio back. I'm going to be like, you're such an idiot. <laughs> Why was, this, why was this your idea? Um, <laughs> this was a fantastic idea when we came up with it in Java. <laughs> uh, Elizabeth Swan wouldn't. She's too nice. No, I disagree. Elizabeth Swan would step on me. What would you have to do to initiate that? I would have to get in her way, and she would absolutely step on me if I was in her way. You know, like I would have to anger her in some way, but I think she would. Oh, Joanna would do it without question, but Elizabeth, there would have to be like some some fight or something there, you know? She would, she would probably. Yeah. If, with cause, with due reason. With, with due reason. Damn. Okay, give her some points. All right. Plus five. I also feel like I should be giving people points because half of the people on here right now have zero points, <laughs> despite the fact that we went through two rounds already. Yeah. We don't, I don't know anything about numbers. I don't do math all day, every day. <laughs> um, Penelope wouldn't. No, Penelope would not. Penelope, it's like canonic. Canonical? Canonic. In Criminal Minds, <laughs> Penelope Garcia has, that's a whole arc for her in like season four is that she has to learn how to stand up for herself. I don't think she would step on me. I think she'd be my friend. Yeah. Damn. No points for Penelope. No points for Penelope. Or is it negative, is it negative five points? I'm, if we're doing negative points now, I guess we have to do negative five. Oh. Which okay. now means that everybody has five points. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what time it is? It's time, time for the, the fit check. The fit check. The fit check round. Which is going to be our, our final round, I guess. Yeah, and then we have to talk about the winner. And then we have to talk <laughs> about the winner. And their impact on society. Yes. Which is really going to be the quiz ball round for the three of us. Um, okay. Fit check. fit check. Who starts? Let's start with Joanna. We got to go with her iconic tree outfit in the elevator. When in she the elevator, and shows her tits to everybody. And me, as a fourteen-year-old in the audience, went, 
okay. <laughs> I remember that scene in the book because I had to read the page a couple times because I was like, she just takes off her clothes. Yeah. She just takes just them off. Titties out. <laughs> um, we're ranking on a 10. Yeah, let's, movie, we'll do 10 points for this round. In the movie, though, I really don't like the neckline of her dress. No, the neckline is weird. It's like there's too much going on, and she's literally dressed like a tree. Yeah, they literally dress her like a tree. Like, you know what dressing like a tree reminds me of his diary of a wimpy kid? <laughs> <laughs> when Greg Heffley is a tree. Um, or the guy in Midsummer Night's Dream who is the wall. Um, that's was, what, that, was that Brayden? That was Brayden Buckley. Yeah. Hey, Brayden Buckley. Um, but, I mean, so the tree outfit's not great, but the fact that she takes it off in an elevator is great. So are we doing, like, we could do, like, five points for that. I, and I and her outfits in the rest of the movies are pretty good. Like, they're pretty badass looking. Yeah, Talia, what do you think? Uh, Joanna's outfits? Yes. Yeah. True. Damn, she, said, she explicitly says that she thinks the outfit is stupid. Okay, you're absolutely right. So she says she thinks it's stupid, which earns her points. Yeah. Are we doing a full 10 points for this one? Or should think? we do five points, maybe? My mom says 10 points. Okay. Guthrie, what do you think? Um, uh, do, do you know who we're talking points? about? No. <laughs> do you do you remember who we're talking about? No. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, ten points for Johanna. I guess she's getting ten points. The, I mean, the Senate has spoken. The Senate has spoken. Um, if only legislature worked like this. <laughs> if only this were politics. Elizabeth Swan. I say ten points. Chase. Fucking pirate outfit. Yeah. 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 Ten points. Yeah. If we give everybody ten <laughs> points, this is gonna go really badly for us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I have other categories written down. What are okay. our other categories that we could talk about? No, well, let's get, let's get through Okay, it. okay, okay. Um, well, well, Elizabeth gets 10 points. Penelope Garcia. Penelope has a disadvantage because she has to dress in street fashion because that's she doesn't true. exist in a fantasy world. Yeah. But. <gasps> Chase is oh, like, Chase says thumbs down. Talia. <laughs> oh, man. We may have an elimination. <gasps> but it's iconic. Are we not giving points for the fact that she's iconic as hell? It's like the glasses and nothing else. <sighs> wow. <laughs> the audience has spoken. <laughs> what does Guthrie say? One, One point. point. Okay. I mean, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough, dog. Um, damn. So, all right, Penelope. Right now, on the other side. it looks like Penelope is out. So we're down to... Johanna and Elizabeth. Johanna and Elizabeth. And they're tied. We've got 10 minutes. We do have 10 minutes. I think we should talk about what these characters Mean meant to, to us. us. Yeah. I'm, I would like to start with Johanna. Johanna was a really important character to me when I was 14, 15, um, when the movies first came out. I really didn't connect with her when I read the books, but when I watched the movies, I thought she was an absolutely incredible character. Um, the way that she's treated in the second movie where she's, she's promised that she wins the Hunger Games and she just gets to live out the rest of her life in peace, right? She goes through the Hunger Games, she wins, and they, 
they take that promise away from her and she is vengeful as hell because of that. She is the reason that Katniss got out of that mm -hmm. stadium. She is a very, very important character. Yeah, I also think as someone who struggles with like PTSD and yeah. like symptoms of PTSD, something that really got me in watching Catching Fire was like the representation of how traumatic, mm -hmm. how traumatic Johanna's existence has been. Yeah. And in the books and in the, like, I don't know. She's a fighter because she's had to be. Like, I wonder what her world would look like if she lived in our world. Mm -hmm. Like, and, and I think that that makes me really sad. Yeah. And it's always just, like, made me sad. Mm -hmm. But the, the older I've gotten and the more healing I've done, the more I've connected with her. Yeah. Where I've been like, yeah, it's, she's been in an extremely painful position. And I think there are a lot of people in the world who are fighters, not because they are necessarily feisty, fiery Johanna Mason types, but because they've literally had to be and mm -hmm. they've been forced to be by their circumstance. Yeah. And that is really meaningful. I think Joanna is a big inspiration to anyone who has gone through any kind of tough time and has needs somebody there to look up to. I think yeah. especially preteens. I mean, we talked about we want to... We kind of want to talk about like characters that were role models to us as preteens and in in our formative years, and I think Joanna is really representative of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, damn Joanna, <laughs> Elizabeth. Pirates of the Caribbean was my favorite movie for a really long time, but it was never my favorite movie because of Elizabeth. Meaningful wise, I don't think I really processed her autonomy as a character until I was an adult woman. So I don't even know how much I can speak on her, how much she meant to me. Because I thought, I like, I liked a swashbuckling woman. Mm -hmm. I thought that was rad. Yeah. But her, you know, putting a woman at the center of an adventure movie in 2008 is, was, that was wild to me. Yeah. As like a little girl. Mm -hmm. What do you think about Elizabeth Swan? I, I've been watching a pirate documentary <laughs> with my boyfriend um, where it's, it's on Netflix. It's really good. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but. Uh, it's excellent. Oh, it's called The Lost Pirate Kingdom. Um, it's like a, it's an episodic documentary type thing. And in it, they talk about Anne Bonny, um, who was oh. a real life woman pirate. And one of the things that stuck out to me in that documentary is that they, they really only show her and the way she used her body and her sexuality to move through the pirate world. And I think Elizabeth Swan is a really interesting character because she doesn't really do that. She yeah. doesn't really use her body and her sexuality to make an impact in the world. She just does whatever the fuck she wants. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if that's realistic. I don't know if that's necessarily something that would have happened in that age. But I think it's really unique and I think it's really important. Yeah. That's an interesting way to put it. I wonder if that's part of why I didn't process her as like, a woman protagonist because it wasn't like, didn't feel like woman protagonist. It just felt like protagonist. Yeah. Part of this pirate world. Like it, she's not a character that necessarily has to be a woman, but it's important that she is a woman. Uh -huh. So who wins? <laughs> Man. Because, because, okay, Abby. Oh man. Write your winner on a piece of paper. Okay, well, you have the pen, so. 
I'm really scared. And everyone write your answer on a piece of paper in your head. Mommy madness. Okay. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Mommy Madness 2022, our victor is Johanna Mason. Yep. It's, I'm happy she won. It's unanimous. Do you all agree? Yay, Johanna! Yeah. <laughs> Yay, Johanna! Here's why I'm happy she won. All right. It's because she won something and she didn't have to kill anybody. True. She's our winner. She is our winner. And we're going to throw her a big party, and she never has to go to the Hunger Games again because they're fictional. Yes. And she is fictional, but... She's real in our hearts. Yeah. Well, Abby, do we want to talk quickly about who's your mommy before we close this out? Yeah, let's talk about who's your mommy. Who's um, your mommy? I just want to say it. Again. It's really fun. <laughs> it's fun to say. Um, who's your mommy was conceptualized in Flying M Coffee Shop um, in September or October of 2021. And since then, we've just been talking about women movies. that we love, movies that we love, and how they impacted us growing up. Um, that's what the podcast is about, essentially. And generally, we don't do this. We don't rank women out. <laughs> <laughs> this was special. Um, usually, we pick a movie, and we watch it, and we talk about it, and we dive deep for hour, hour and a half about the movie and the impact of the movie, and we do research, and it's really exciting. And yeah. our next episode is Pirates, Pirates of, the of the Caribbean. Caribbean. And it's going to be a big episode, and it's going to yes. be really exciting. So if you don't As, listen, give yeah. us a listen. Yeah. Um, any closing you can, thoughts, Abby? You can find us on Instagram at whosyourmommy.pod. Um, and there's a link tree in our bio to send you to all of the episodes where you can find them, where you can listen to them. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Everywhere you find a podcast, you can find us Everywhere and our little voices. Some of my favorite episodes include our Atlantis episode. The Atlantis episode is a good one. Our New Year's special, which we recorded when I had coronavirus. I would highly recommend, if you haven't listened to any of our episodes, to start with the very first one. Because that's the one I'm the most proud of. We talk about the live-action Scooby-Doo movies, mm -hmm. which were a big influence on the formation of the podcast. I mean, the, the name comes from Velma Dinkley walking down the stairs in that... Who's your mommy? <laughs> in that uh, latex bodysuit. Yeah. Yeah. Who's your mommy? Why do you have me watching?